Hello everyone and welcome to Thursday. Today's reading, uh, we are continuing in Jeremiah chapter 31 and today we're reading verses 31 to 40. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbour or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. This is what the Lord says. He who appoints the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and stars to shine by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar, the Lord Almighty is his name. Only if these decrees vanish from my sight, declares the Lord, will Israel ever cease being a nation before me. This is what the Lord says. Only if the heavens above can be measured and the foundations of the earth below be searched out, will I reject all the descendants of Israel because of all they have done, declares the Lord. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when this city will be rebuilt for me. From the tower of Ananel to the corner gate, the measuring line will stretch from there straight to the hill of Gareb and then turn to Goar. The whole valley where dead bodies and ashes are thrown and all the terraces out to the Kidron Valley on the east, as far as the corner of the horse gate, will be holy to the Lord. The city will never again be uprooted or demolished. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, Nathan Eddy in his reflection for today from Fresh from the Word um, has entitled it A New Covenant. And his focus verse is verse 33. Um, I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. And so he says, a new covenant written on the heart. This is God's promise to Jeremiah. And God's teaching or instruction will be placed within the people. In the Bible, the word heart can also mean mind. And these two images of heart and of what is within, people speak of a new creation. Knowing God's teaching will be second nature, instruction will no longer be necessary. Wonderfully, the Aramaic translates within as gut. In this renewed humanity, following your gut will also be following God's will. For Jeremiah, the cycles of nature themselves are a sign of God's faithfulness. The fixed order of the sun, the moon and stars, the turn of the seasons is a sign of God's commitment to Israel. 
For an agrarian that is an agricultural society like Israel, the turn of the growing seasons is crucial for survival. Here, the natural cycle is a sign not only of God's control, but also of God's personal devotion to his people. What a remarkable deity emerges in these few verses. The Lord of hosts is his name. These verses, among the most familiar in Jeremiah, are read in Lent in the Christian lectionary. They evoke the radical newness of the covenant God makes in Jesus. But let's not strip these verses of their power within Jeremiah's vision itself. Already in Jeremiah, the new covenant can be understood on its own terms as a holy, unmerited, wholly new action of the God of Israel. It might be found in the Old Testament, but Jeremiah's vision is startlingly new indeed. And his thought for today is, Jeremiah lived in an age long, in an age long before human beings were able to bring about global, global climate change. What might he have to say about it, do you think? What might Jeremiah have to say about global climate change in our day? Hmm. Let us pray. God of all newness, set your law deep within us and write it on our heart of stone that we might live in you and you in us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Today is um, Thanksgiving Day in the United States and so um, I'm going to say a prayer for our American family and friends to celebrate Thanksgiving. And here it is. On this Thanksgiving Day, may you raise shouts of praises to God in gratitude for all the blessings you received in the way you are generous to those around you. On this Thanksgiving Day, may you all acknowledge God, the source of all good gifts, as you share with those who are in need. On this Thanksgiving Day, may the peace and joy of Christ overflow extravagantly as your heart is filled with thankfulness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And in our parish prayers today, we are praying for the environment which is very topical given the thought for the day. We pray, Lord, God of all good things, you have called us to manage this world for more than just our benefit. We give you thanks that you have trusted us with the responsibility to have a part in the renewal and the restoration of your good earth. We accept our responsibility for every living creature with humility, gratitude 
and thanksgiving. What comes, comes from the earth belongs to all the people of the earth. We will share your bounty with all. We will treat our fellow creatures with respect. We will recognise you in all our comings and our goings. Bless us, Lord, and bless all of creation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And our streets today, we pray for Watson Mill Lane, West Parade, Wharf Street, Willow Crescent, Willow Dean Avenue, Willow Gardens and Willow Hall Drive. May your presence be in those places, Lord. And may all who live in those streets be aware of, uh, have a strong awareness of your presence with them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And our prayers at six today is uh, for the NHS and other key workers. So, Lord, our God is the great healer and the agent used more than any other is the National Health Service. Today we voice our gratitude for those who serve this country in the National Health Service and pray that God would prosper the work of their hands, that they would all be encouraged in their continued work of sacrifice and care amongst us. And we pray, Lord, that the work of all frontline key workers will be recognised and not be forgotten. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And as we uh, remember the Mother's Union uh, campaign for the 16 days against gender-based violence, the Mother's Union are praying for the next 16 days. And so at the prayer for day two, Starts with a verse of scripture. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favour has come. Compassionate God, may thee, those experiencing all forms of violence be given courage, hope and practical help to break free from their abuse. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And now we say together the prayer that our Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And let's all say, end with the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. So everyone, um, have you, hope you have a lovely day and I will see you uh, tomorrow. Uh, the week is coming to an end again. Um, it's so funny. The weeks seem to be long. Right at the beginning of the week, it seems to be a long week ahead. And then before we know it, we're on to Friday again. Um, but I will see you tomorrow. And until then, have a lovely day. Bye for now.